Hey, what's up, everybody? This is indeed the E-Man channel. Like, been like Bob Dylan. Keep it on with some double stuff. Oreos. Just a few months ago, just a few months ago, had an amazing round table with some incredible people. And uh, we're back. And we're back to talk about, again, the thing that we love the most, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And um, I'm, I'm honored to have these guests back on the show. Starting all the way from the lioness then on the West Coast, because they say West Side is the best side, right? <laughs> she's an influencer. She's a gamer. She's amazing. Queen G is in the house. What's up, Queen G? What's up? Thank you again so much for having me back. I love these conversations about TMNT, so I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Next person up, we got a recent NYU grad. He is one half of Elite Retro Agency. Welcome back, my boy, Exile to the show. What's up, Exile? What's up, brother? I appreciate you. Appreciate you for being here, man. Thank you yes, for calling I'm, me back, man. I'm, 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 uh, I have a lot of fun with these, bro. So yes, definitely looking forward to it. Absolutely, man. Thank you for coming back. I like the Killmonger thing you got happening. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, next up, we got a dad, an amazing artist. He has a production company called T-Time Productions. Welcome back to the show, Mr. Kawabunga Mike. What's up, Kawabunga Mike? Hey, man, thanks for having me again. But like everybody's got these great intros, and I'm just like, oh, and Shane. <laughs> so here I am, and Shane. Oh, it's awesome, oh. man. Oh. And your beard is fluffy. Thank you. It is perm very well. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, I, I, wanted, I wanted to do some updates from the last interview, guys. Uh, Queen G you've been on some adventures like uh, you recently went to RetroCon and you met all four of the original voices of the Ninja Turtles 87 show and uh can you tell me what that experience was like it was everything that I had hoped for <laughs> those guys were just uh they were just so down to earth you know so cool and uh, very friendly and very welcoming. So, um, it was really nice to get a chance to talk to them and, of course, to hear them talk to me in their uh, turtle voices. Um, yeah, it was it was a great it was a great experience. I'm really glad that I went. Um, meeting the four of them was definitely a bucket list of mine. So I'm happy to check that off. Yes. Awesome. Like, like, like you met Rob, which is like, who's one of, one of my favorites. Cause like I said before, I listened to his book twice, his audio book twice. And that was pretty, that, that's pretty cool that you got to, got to meet all four of them. And they yeah, were nice he people. He was the, <laughs> he was kind of like the diva, right? Out of the, out of the four of them. Like, cause we got there early. We got there uh -huh. right. Well, not right when it opened, um, but close enough so that we didn't really have to get in line to go talk to these guys. And uh, Rob wasn't there. Rob was not at his booth. You know, he was out chilling, talking, walking around. Right. And, uh, you know, we're just like, really, because by the time we finished, all of a sudden there was like a 45 minute line out the door. Right. And so wow. we didn't have Rob's. I couldn't leave without getting Rob's signature and talking to him um so once the diva got back to his booth then we got in line and uh one of his people remembered seeing us earlier so they ended up bringing us back to the front of the line to hang out with robin he was just so 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 very kind it was um 
it was awesome. And I had him talking his 2012 Donatello voice, not the 87 Raphael. So it was a good day for me. Two Donatellos. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, Because all four of them knew who you were, right? They did. And that was crazy, Um, you know, for these people that like a huge part of my childhood for them to be like, oh, my God, it's Queen G. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like. I don't know. It was really exciting. They all follow me and they know me from Instagram, but I just didn't think they, I mean, I don't know. My face is adorable. So I guess it's hard to forget, but I just never expected that they would just be uh yeah. So, so kind. It was, it was really great experience. Fantastic. Fantastic. And, um, Exile, uh, congratulations to you. Your platform era just uh celebrated a second birthday uh how does it feel how does it feel (laughs) i don't know um i don't know i mean you know we first started era just because we wanted to um kind of show our love for uh for retro gaming and um you know just kind of like do something for fun you know Mm -hmm. and um like you said it was two years ago and we're still kind of running strong even now. Um, like, though, I guess we just got, I'm not sure if it happens at your two year mark or whatever, but Instagram just sent us, you know, this thing where we can, I guess, uh, monetize our reels. Nice. So, so that's fun. Heck yeah, congrats. <laughs> Thank you. So, I mean, that's awesome. fun, you know, and I'm trying to like build a YouTube channel with it too. So, I mean, hey, you know, it's, it's, it's rolling. You know what I'm saying? It's rolling. <laughs> Yeah, this is the way we roll. We roll, and um, Kyle Bunga Mike. Recently, you got your wisdom tooth pulled out, right? Now, I really don't know what's been <laughs> what's been going on with you, Mike. Uh, nothing much. Uh, getting geared up for the holidays. Getting really geared up for this. Um, something I'd like to share. Um, so, uh, growing up, I, I have every single one of my turtle toys. I have a whole trunk that's right over there. I'm not going to go through trouble of pulling it out, but I always told myself, you know, I, I took it everywhere I went. I don't know if I mentioned this in the last show, but this is one of my things. Like, no, the first thing in the fire, I grabbed my turtle stuff. It's all in a trunk on wheels, and I just towed it out. Um, the uh, the vehicles and stuff are in storage, but I do have, you know, my initial turtles. And I always told myself if I ever had a child, they would go to him. So just about a few weeks ago, I cracked it open and, and he, he got to, you know, have his own hands-on experience with, you know, the original 90, uh, or 89 figures that came out. Cause you yeah. know, I had the original four, he had a Casey Jones. He's, I mean, he's, he's just, you know, analyzing this stuff and it just brings me joy. <laughs> Total joy just to watch him do it and play with him. So that's my okay. thing to share, you know, you know, one generation, you know, passing on you know, what he loves to another generation. So, yeah, it warms my heart. That's great, man. Like, I never, you know, it's funny. I never got any of the original toys. I, I think I had one turtle out of the bunch, and that's about it. But um, but that's good that you're able to pass that stuff on to your son. It's like that meme with um, that Mortal Kombat meme. It has begun. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he had an inflatable Ralph that he loved. It was this old inflatable Ralph. It was almost designed like a pop punk figure. Um, but he, uh, he finally destroyed it cause he would wrestle with it so much, but, um, he, he's definitely, you know, I'm grooming him. I'm grooming him. <laughs> I'm nice. grooming him. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds better than our stuff. Oh, sorry. 
no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. I mean, interject all you want. Um, I, I was always thought that the, the splinter, the original splinter, looked really funny. Like they didn't take enough time to, you know what I'm saying? It just it looked really odd. Yo, why why couldn't why couldn't anybody find a shirt for Shredder? Like any any time I <laughs> oh. ever saw a Shredder like figure, he never had a shirt on ever. And right. I'm like, isn't he supposed to have armor? Like, I'm well, trying to. And he was always in, you know, I wish. He's always in that, like, he's in that, like, zombie <laughs> like pose. Like the, the mantis pose, like the Yeah, like his, 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 he puts this weird arch in his back where he's like, talk to the hand and I've got this. And mm-hmm. it, it was, it, it, it's an interesting pose. And then going yeah. with Splinter, too. Splinter, like, the body was right, but they slightly took an actual, he was too. The eyes were too dead. They were black, and he looked like just a rat. You know, like like mm. there was no no character to it at all. You know, it was it was. I mean, it was Splinter. You know, I like kudos for you if you could hold on to the little uh, Komodo he had. Because right. every Splinter I saw, <laughs> you know, afterwards, you know, it wasn't until I got older and like I, I acquired another one that I was like, oh no, you got to keep the keep the Komodo on him. But um, yeah, I know every time I would see him, you Shredder, you'd always see Shredder's. Uh, without their capes, you know, when your friends had them, um, you know, uh, you know, no one ever kept, the, you know, the the the, you know, the little shields, you know, the little custom shields for that character or the guns or you know, good luck to that. But you know, so Shredder is like he's supposed to be what like six five or or like six six something crazy, and the turtles are what almost about five feet tall, so they had to scrunch him. So that they could save money on materials to make him uh, by making him still tall, but not too tall for the other toys. So I don't know how much more that would have cost him to make him taller, but I guess with packaging and all that kind of stuff, it would have been a little bit expensive since they weren't sure where it was going to go with that. But I always find that was interesting and why he was shirtless. Um, I don't know, maybe for sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought he looked like he looked like Funky Kong, like he's about to bust a, like he's about to bust around, like he was always in his pose like this. You know what I mean? I just, <laughs> that explains he had to be hunched over, like you know. Let's give him like this hip hop stance. That, that works. That works. He was very hip hop. Yeah. Oh, I wonder. I forgot. I almost forgot because um, usually at the beginning of um each of my interviews, I do a moment of silence, and um, uh, recently. Well, not well. Yeah, pretty recently we lost two people. Um, Jason David Frank, who played the um, Green Ranger and the White Ranger, and Christy Alley um, from Cheers. So um, I, I wanted to give a moment of silence for those people who are fast. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, just real quick, uh, just want to know what are your thoughts about um, uh, Jason David Frank? Uh, starting off with Queen. Oh, um, I'm not a good one to start with. Um, Obviously, you know, it's a huge loss for the Power Ranger community. Um, And it's just, uh, you know, a tough to hear people, you know, are struggling, you know, with that type of uh, mental illness. Um, I was not a huge Power Ranger fan. Um, so, you know, it, it didn't affect me. Like it's affecting a lot of people. I know a lot of people are, are hurting. Um, I just, I watched Power Rangers, um, after school and stuff with my brother, but it just wasn't like my thing. And my, um, my Power Ranger go-to was actually Zach, uh, because 
he was the only Power Ranger that I could like relate to, you know, because um, he was black. Right. <laughs> and he was a black ranger. <laughs> if it's not obvious. <laughs> it's not obvious. Um, I mean, yeah, there are female Power Rangers, but it's just a, a different vibe. So uh, it's it's sad and it sucks. And um, yeah, just prayers for his family and anyone that else is uh, going through a, a tough time. I hope um, they can get help. Absolutely. Exile, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I I wasn't that much of a Power Rangers fan either, but I will say I was a Jason David Frank fan. Um, because while I did watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I think I stopped watching Power Rangers around Turbo. <clears throat> um, but I don't know, like, like Jason David Frank like really breathed life into the Power Rangers franchise. You know what I'm saying? Like he's such an iconic character, just him being him. You know what I'm saying? Like for fun, sometimes I would go around and be like, see y'all, see, see y'all. Like, you know what I mean? Like everybody knows what that's from. And it's, it's, you know what I mean? He just kind of had his own energy, man. He reminds me of The Rock in a way, um, but just kind of in his own space. You know, like he's he's like the Dwayne Johnson, the power, the Power Ranger franchise. You know what I mean? And uh, he somehow like transcended the, you know, the, um, the the franchise itself and kind of had his own brand as Jason David Frank, you know, and I have, I have to say, like, I mean, his journey is inspirational. You know what I mean? Um, you know, he had a he had like a dream to, you know uses martial arts and i was saying be a power ranger and he was like the power ranger yeah you, you know what i mean it's like it's he like was five different power rangers it's like he was very enthusiastic about the franchise you know about his characters and things like that and i mean he just kind of exuded this um i guess this sense of uh you know this sense of hard work and um and basically it paying off you know i it was really weird, man. Cause I I love the episode that he was in, bro. Like I love it when like the, the Green Ranger coming in and doing all that stuff, and it, it's he played this role so well. And like watching the Rangers get thrown out of the Megazord, and then just like yeah, getting yeah. this green energy ball thrown. Man, he was doing some stuff to the people, boy. And it's I don't know, dog. It was just it was just this energy that he carried with him. You know what I mean? It was just this energy he carried with him, man. And it's really inspirational. And it's kind of really sad to see him not here anymore yeah you know what i mean is i don't know there could be another there, there could never be another jason david frank no. you know and um it's just it's really sad to not to just to you know know that he's not here anymore man yeah how on the mic yeah um i uh i watched power rangers um in the early years um I remember him coming in as the Green Ranger. I remember him being the White Ranger. Um, it's funny because, like, I think Power Rangers was probably it went it went like a jump from Turtles, but it was a it was a supplement because I couldn't always find Turtles on some of the networks that I had cable on in my in my city. So you always mm -hmm. knew that you know, I you know, Power Rangers was part of the after school lineup. So it was the closest thing to some kind of martial arts, you know. Um, so that's when I watched, and my brother actually he because he didn't like turtles as much. Um, it wasn't his thing. I, you know, it more stuck with me, but it was his thing, and he kind of sold me on it. So I watched some of the early stuff. Never had any toys. I remember that first movie, 
and I remember Jason, Jason's performances, um, you know, out of, out of all the leaders, you know, when you're wanting to play Power Rangers, everybody wanted to be the White Ranger or the Green Ranger or whatever, you know, I at least was knowledgeable and, oh, no, no, I want to be the leader, uh, you know, because when you're young, but, uh, but no, no, he, he definitely had a cool appeal too, you know, um, uh, and speaking of, you know, that first movie, Ivan Ooze, that actor, you know, I don't know who he is, I don't know what else he's done, but man, that guy, you know, he went hard. He didn't have to go that hard with that role, but if you go back and watch this, like, man, he really he gave it his all. You know, that that's the standout from that movie is Ivan Ooze to me. You know, he was a he was a character. I think but, his name was Paul Freeman, right? Sure. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm sure you, if only there was a way we could look that up. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. Um, and I remember, you know, throughout the years after I outgrew, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I realized he stuck with the Power Rangers, and I saw that he had, you know, he was still involved. From you know, I want to say I've heard a story, and I don't, I, you know, I haven't really fact checked it myself, but. Do you remember that Bloodshot movie that came out with Vin Diesel during the pandemic? Yeah. Okay. So from what I understand, that was Jason's almost like his low child role. Like he really, he really wanted, that was his thing. And from what I understand, Vin Diesel came and like kind of came in and took that from him, took that franchise from him. That was supposed to be some big thing for him. Uh, you know, it I don't was. know if there's any truth to that story, but you know, it was a comic book character that he, because I think it's based on a comic, right? Yeah, it is. And okay, um, he, so, he actually yeah, no. did his own version of that. Um, okay. Mm-hmm, but I don't think it ever saw the light of day. Gotcha. That's how it happens sometimes. But um, rest in peace to him, man. Um, just um, uh, real quick, um, some current events that just recently happened. It's so funny how much can change within the next, you know, within, within a month since the last time we talked. And um, this one, uh, get on um so real quick the three trailers that dropped on um december 1st um indy 5 guardians 3 and the new super <laughs> mario brothers trailer and i wanted to know um the, um if you've seen all three of those which ones was which one was your favorite trailer uh starting with queen <laughs> uh, super mario <laughs> period 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 super mario that looks amazing i'm gonna start yelling because i'm very excited for this movie to drop there are so many goose eggs in this movie with the music the soundtrack to the worlds that they're in i mean it is just i was a little bit irritated that i had to wait till april but seeing these trailers and how much thought that they put into this I think it's definitely going to be worth the wait so I'm I'm only really looking forward to seeing this and um the Ninja Turtles the other two look good they look great but I am ecstatic the kid in me and the adult in me just cannot wait for this movie to come out oh yeah 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 I can't I can't wait myself um what about you Exile? Um, so with the three, you said it was Indiana Five, Indiana Jones Five, Guardians Three, and um, the Mario Brothers trailer. Uh, all the all of them dropped on the December first. Did you ever see any of them? Or I, I so I saw all of the Mario uh, trailer. 
um, even the newer one that they released. And okay. I watched some of the other two movie trails, but I didn't finish because I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. <laughs> um, I'm kind of sick of watching trailers, man. Like I think I think trailers like ruin movies, yo. Like I'm just kind of tired of it, honestly. There's a I think there's a third trailer for um Mario Brothers, isn't it? Is no, like a, it's like a third it's, one. It's only two. It's a it's a scene that they um right a uh, scene they released. They, yeah, last night at the Game Awards. And all it is is they're on their way to the princess's castle, and it's a whole. It's just you know yeah, the toes are like collecting coins and stuff. It's just them traveling, uh, you know, through plat- platforming to the Peach's castle. Okay. I mean, uh, that's the best it's way I can describe it. Yeah, it's, Go it's like watch candy. it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just eye candy. It really, I mean, it, it gives you everything you, you you would want. And you know, honestly, like, do you think they're going to release a game in this movie too? Yes. Do you think? I mean, a we haven't had a Mario game in what seven, seven years? It's been a minute, you know. And I really feel like they're making some masterpiece Mario game to coincide with this. That yeah, would be amazing. You. That would be amazing because I think I think um was it the Game Master? There was a movie where they released um where they they revealed uh Mario Brothers three for the first time in a movie. Oh, you yeah. about the Wizard? The Wizard. Yeah, you the Wizard. Yeah. If they basically they basically kind of redid that not not the Wizard itself. I mean like that same trope, you know, right. where something is released in a movie. If they did that again, I mean. Oh yeah. That, Take my money. Yeah, it's it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? It is a wrap. You know, it's, yes. it's the best way to describe this too is like you know how you know video games never usually make good movie adaptations, and this one you know is gonna it's gonna be great. So you, you know you know that's in the bag, but it's just like then you have the vice versa where it's like you know where they make some blockbuster movie, they're like oh here, they don't do it anymore so much. But you remember when they used to have video game? adaptations of a movie that dropped like the matrix reloaded game or, or and then yeah. they had the van helsing game that came along with the with uh hugh jackman's van helsing movie it played like double man you know there was always horrible with this it's yes, kind of like oh no you, you got money in the bank both ways it's like you can't but these guys make video games you know oh, they, yeah they this is Nintendo, games. right and then they, like i said you know whoever makes the movie you know it's yeah it's you know what? You know what game was was actually better than the movie was um, Terminator Salvation. I don't know if you've ever seen that film or played the arcade game. Wolverine the Origins, the game. I love that game. What's what it? it called? The Wolverine oh. Origins game, or which one are you talking about? Oh, Sorry. oh, yeah. I was talking about um, uh, Terminator Salvation. Hmm. Terminator Salvation. Like the movie is horrible, but the game is really, really good. It's just, yeah, just an instance where the game is better than the movie. Sorry. That, yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Some you of those know, Nintendo games, like with, like Dick Tracy and Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Back to the Future, horrible. I mean, oh, my oh, God. Of course, Back to the Future is so bad. God. Of course, there's always one. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them games were horrible. Both of them. <laughs> So it just kept getting worse. God. God. But I, I just I just played, it was, um, um, I just played Demolition Man on Sega Genesis. I like that game. It is a good game. I remember that game. Um, <laughs> well, um, I wanted to ask also real quick before we hop into Turtles, like um, Bullet Train, uh, Guillermo de Turtles, Pinocchio, and Emily the Criminal all dropped on Netflix. Okay. So um, I'm excited about them. I'm, I can't wait to see them. And um, have you seen any of those yet? Also, 
Wednesday's getting a lot of hype. I seen Wednesday. I love Wednesday. I want to know your thoughts on all of that real quick. I mean, when, when yes. Um, I haven't seen um, any of the ones that you just started talking about. Um, but I have uh, the ones that you said are just now dropped on Netflix. But I have been watching Wednesday and it wasn't because of the hype. Um, I didn't hear the hype until after I started watching it. And uh, I was nervous, you know, because I'm an Adams Family fan. I just didn't know how well they would be able to portray Wednesday. And I think she is doing a fantastic job. I love the story. Um, it's just the right amount of gore for me, right? Or it's like, it's nasty, but it's not like too much. The only thing that I'm bothered, and I haven't finished yet, but the only thing that bothers me is, I think Catherine Zeta-Jones is perfect in her role. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> Okay, what the hell? What's his name? Luis Guzman. <laughs> yes, now he is a fantastic actor. I love him. He is he's a good actor. I'm I'm a fan of his work, but well, it's Gomez, right? Yes, yeah, Gomez. Yes. Gomez is like this tall, handsome, charming, you know, seducing type of man. And then they put his ass in the role and he's just like, <laughs> he's, he's nothing like that. Like he's nothing. So obviously they voted that that's the type of character that they wanted and it was approved, but I'm having a really hard time getting past that. Cause it's just, it's different seeing him, you know, in that role it's not sexy <laughs> at all yeah. but i love the show i'm loving the show though that's Jenny it Ortega i think that's amazing. a small complaint yes mm. I, I i adore it it's great she's uh, amazing give me another uh give me a sexier gomez damn there's there's so many <laughs> options that's all yeah. i'm done ranting <laughs> i agree like um but i'll say i don't know how far along you are into it but by the fourth episode, I kind of I, I kind of become more convinced with him being Gomez because I know Luis Guzman from this movie called Waiting, which is one of my favorite movies with Ryan Reynolds and Justin. Oh, Long. with the yeah, movie's hilarious. Yeah, he played Rodimus, and I, I love him in that role. But yeah, I agree. I thought that was a, a really weird casting at first, but by the fourth episode, I think I, I started to become a little more convinced. Um, uh, I, I'm about to call you Onyx. My bad. <laughs> Exile. <What's>, um, <laughs> What you, what are your thoughts on Took it on, back, on boy. <laughs> hmm. Oh, on Wednesday. No, I haven't I haven't seen Wednesday. I haven't okay. watched Wednesday at all. Period. You mentioned some other things. I'm gonna say this. Anything okay. Guillermo del Toro touches, I'm down. Whatever he yeah. does, I'm with it. Every yeah. every single piece of work I've seen Guillermo del Toro do has been amazing. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Shape of Water, it's a fantastic movie. Mm. Um just recently, he has. Um, and I, I, I'm gonna mess it up. What is is he on Netflix? What is the uh, series? Uh, Cabinet of Curiosities. Cabinet of Curiosities. Yeah, those are good. Those is an anthology that's basically kind of like centered in horror mm-hmm. or th- a thriller. No, it's horror. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they're good. They're good. So I- I- anything you said, Del Toro was on, bro. Yeah. I'm already saying that that's it's it's already like good. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just how I feel. 
or word. Um, I love Pan's Labyrinth. That's like one of my favorite films of his. Right. Um, what about what about you, um, Calvunga Mike? Um, so I have input on Wednesday, but what were the other shows you had mentioned? Um, Bullet Train, the movie with Brad Pitt that just dropped on Netflix. Uh, okay, Pinocchio yeah. by Guillermo del Toro, and uh, Emily Emily the Criminal, which stars Aubrey Plaza and Theo Rossi. I think I'm saying his last name right. I only know about that movie because I recently listened to a podcast of Michael Rosenbaum and Theo was a guest and he was talking so highly. Rosenbaum. Of, okay. Yeah. He was talking so highly of uh, Aubrey um, Plaza's um, performance in that movie. And I love Aubrey Plaza from Scott Pilgrim versus the world, which is like one of the best movies ever. I don't care what anybody says. But, <laughs> yes. um, what are your thoughts? Okay. So real quick on Wednesday, I, I'm, 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 Three episodes into Wednesday, I believe. Um, I'm liking it. Uh, I like how Tim Burton is, or you know, they're 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 putting his fingerprints all over it. You see all the little those nods, you know, those those, those outfits they wear. That's totally a Beetlejuice nod, you know, it's just, you know, off color, but it's like, oh yeah, those are the same pinstripe. Oh yeah, uh, you know, this is to me, this show is probably his swan's not his swan song, but it's like you know, it's it's a culmination of his life's work. You know, he's putting because I mean, it's a show. You know, the fact that he's directed all this, you know, it's, you know, usually when they have that special guest director, you know, because I think Kevin Smith talks about this when he uh, directed an episode of The Flash, how, you know, you're just kind of there, you know, they've already got him mapped out, you know, he's just, you yeah, know, yeah. but, uh, but the fact that Tim Burton's, you know, fully, you know, doing his thing, I mean, it, it's a, it's, you know, it's a, it's, I like it. I like it. But as far as Gomez, though, here's what I'll say about that. And I'm, I'm, I'm in no way disagreeing. That actor, he, he's after, and again, waiting, waiting. He's, he's looking. He's, he's a sticky man. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. He's just, uh, but no, no, I respect that actor. Uh, but the thing is, uh, like, isn't like if you take out Rod Julia before he did his role. And like, if you look up Gomez Adams, you know, cause it, it wasn't based on a comic strip before even the black and white show. Mm -hmm. So well, wasn't he kind of a short, pudgy guy with that, with that mustache in the part? Like he wasn't I, like Rod Julia, I think made him, made him set. So, I mean, I think they were going with his original. Cause even when you saw the Adams family, like guest starred on like, what was it? Scooby-Doo Scooby or the Flintstones, mm -hmm. just like that. He would, he would always be the short pudgy version with the, you know, with the gap teeth and the, you know, so I think that's what they were going for in whoever's defense of who casted him. So I don't know why I'm playing advocate for it, but I get it. I get it. But I get what you're saying too. You know, Raj Julia, you know, he like, they both sell that they love each other, but it's more appealing to watch Raj and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, Angelica Houston when they, you know, had their on screen back and forth. Now, uh, I saw Bullet Train actually before it came to Netflix. I loved okay. it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I, liked it. I actually saw um, Bullet Train too. I'm thinking about it. I'm sorry. Oh, oh no, you're good. No, I was, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, even before Raul Julia played Gomez, it was Jan John Aston who did it on the TV show. I just yeah. learned that. Mm -hmm. I, I just, you know, I think the things TikTok teaches you at my age. <laughs> <laughs> The people want a sexy Gomez. That's what they yeah, want. Yeah. What are you about to say? Um, Onyx. Oh shoot. What are you about to say? Um, Exile. Sorry. So, it's it's all right. Don't worry about it, man. Boys, you know. That's <laughs> not a problem. Um, I shit, man. 
<laughs> I kind of forgot what I was going to say. Oh no, I did see Bullet Train. That's right. Yes. Um, that Brad Pitt movie. Um, and I kind of forgot I saw it. To be completely honest with you, but when you oh, start wow. talking about it, because it, it's that movie where he's on a train and I guess he's trying to find a suitcase, mm-hmm. and there are people that's trying to. Yeah, okay, that's it. All right, yeah. So I did see the movie, and it's, it it almost almost reminds me of another movie, and I can't put my finger on what movie it is. But I, I promise I've already seen it before in a way, you know, mm. like this movies that happen on a train and it's like, yeah. a, it's, you know, what I'm saying, what is the yeah. name of the um, movie? That oh, I, I know saw. you're talking about um, Last Train to and it begins with a B. It's like Busan? A, is it? Last Train yes. to Busan. No, not that, 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 that not, not that film. Okay. No, that's, that's a zombie movie. You know what I'm saying? OK, um, there uh, I can't think of the name of the film. But you know, uh, like, if, if, if I had to categorize uh, Bullet Train. I would put it in a genre of movies like Hotel Artemis. Mm-hmm. You ever saw that one with Jodie Foster? See. She's like running the hotel for all the crazy. It's oh, just a very. Yeah. It's got a lot of colorful characters in it, and I like Ew, to me that you know, and, 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 and they've created this. You know, I don't know. Maybe they did more of a world building with that because you you believe whatever criminal organization had this this membership to this you know uh, hotel for the you know, but I just. The characters, they were very colorful characters, and there wasn't a single wasted person in Bullet Train that I felt was, you know, bad casting. They were all very colorful characters, you know, especially uh, what, what uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, right? Uh-huh. In that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed his performance. And it's also one of those movies, like, again, I, I couldn't really say much because there's a lot of little secrets in that movie that you don't want to spoil too much because there are, you know, there are little bits, you know, because it's, it's kind of a, Kind of keep your eye on the on on certain things, you know what's going on, especially with the briefcase and stuff. But um, and then also trying to piece together who's who in this big puzzle of characters too, you know. But I liked it in, in that sense. Right on. I because when I saw the trailer, immediately my my thoughts were okay, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I thought okay, Kill Bill. I thought of the movie Go, but I always thought always thought of like that. Um, Locked stock in 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 barrels. Oh, got movie. like Guy Ritchie films. Guy Ritchie films, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was those those are my immediate thoughts. But I haven't seen the movie, but I heard nothing but good things. Um, Turtles. We didn't talk about Secret of the Ooze last time. We kind of dabbled, but we didn't really get into it. Um, I wanted to talk about it. Um, it made uh, it was a twenty five million dollar budget. It made seventy eight million dollars at the box office. It starred um Kevin Clash, Paige Turo. And Ernie Reyes Jr. Um, Jim Henson actually died a year before the movie was actually released, so that's why at the very beginning you see that you know um, yeah. tribute to him. I would, <laughs> I had it on VHS, okay. And what I would do is, you know, the part at the very beginning where everybody's eating pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so whenever I would have pizza, I would eat the pizza right at the time they were eating pizza, kind of like an interaction thing happening. And then oh, yeah. like, um, and every part of the movie where like, I think there's a part where they're eating pizza when they're, when they're trying to figure out the formula or whatever, then I will start eating pizza too. I, I, I was, I was, I was a weird kid, but, um, uh, <laughs> you wanted to be involved in the experience. That's all. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Dollar theaters designed for that very thing. If you wanted to be immersive, man, hey man, 
you do you that's cool that's like weird at all yeah, not at all. Like the alamo theater does that right i can't yeah yeah mm-hmm. kids have done a lot more weird things than eating pizza and watching <laughs> yeah, television like, that sounds like a good idea to me <laughs> it was i mean it's a kid version of, of like a drinking game like every time somebody drinks something they drink in real life <laughs> right? like dude that's literally like it's normal to do that so yeah i'm, I'm I, I sucked i didn't think about it i don't eat pizza <laughs> right. with the turtles too if i would have thought about it you know <laughs> I would eat it real slow because we didn't get pizza that often. But um, my my oh, here's a fun fact too. My sensei's husband, who is also actually a martial artist as well, he played one of the foot soldiers. He plays. He's in. He's the one that gets nailed by the tire. Oh, um, really? Throws the tire. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. He was. He was tired. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, as a kid growing up, as a kid growing up, I like you know, I was like a little kid, like you know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Trying, trying to handle a real tire, and then you realizing how heavy those tires are. Yeah. And so Bro. it really sold me that Ralph Strong, Ralph swung that tire ahead of him. I mean, for real. Um, it was probably, you know, obviously it was a prop tire, foam tire, but still, <laughs> I, you know, I fell into the fiction on that. I remember. I, I, I can't. I could, yeah, I could. I could have the laughter. Um. Oh. Oh. My question for you guys is: Do you think? Secret of the Ooze is a better movie than the first film. <laughs> nope. No. I'm going to say nope on that one, ladies and gentlemen. Nope. I enjoyed the second movie. Is it, is very, very much. I will often say that, yes, I did enjoy it better than the first one, but I just don't feel like you can compare the two because the first one is the one that just you know, laid it all out and, you know, set the foundation for the movies. I can't really decide. I love them both equally. I just don't like the third one. I know that. But I love Secret of the Ooze. I thought it was, back then I thought it was funny (laughs) and very entertaining. It was a good movie. It was a very entertaining movie, actually. But I guess the, 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 I mean, because I guess the question, because, all right, um, I found, I guess me, I found more things wrong with Secret of the Ooze than I did the first movie. I, I think the first movie is actually a perfect film. Like from beginning to end, I think the first movie is a perfect movie. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's how I feel, you know? But in the second one, you know, saying, I guess a Turtles movie itself, you we're expecting Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. We didn't mm-hmm. give we didn't get Bebop and Rocksteady. I remember seeing those first trailers and they, they would give you tidbits of the hands coming out when they were behind the, the bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a kid, that's Bebop, that's Bebop, that's Bebop. gotta be Rocksteady. Yep. I'll be him, you know, and then, you know, we got, we got, I mean, I wasn't disappointed. I think we were, though. I think we were all a little disappointed. I was. I'm not even, yeah, I definitely was. I mean, I'm still Toka and Razar fans. I like how they, you know, still incorporate them in the in the other stuff that they, you know, but um, you know, like when, when I remember the toy for uh for Toko was just a repainted big configuration of Slash, uh, the Slash yeah. toy. I was like, oh, it's you know, because, but uh, no, I mean, I think if I, they had brought Bebop and Rocksteady into that second film, it would have made a big difference because that's. What we wanted to really see, I mean, essentially, Toka and Reza are just popped in because they couldn't get 
the rights to be yeah. Peabody, okay. right? Apparently, so, someone from the toy company claims they created Peabody and Rocksteady when they were doing the Mattel lineup. And then Kevin Eastman had apparently artwork that disproved that. But yeah, it was, it's, you know, I was but essentially something. up until that point, we we did not know who Toka and Razor were, right? We didn't, they, who, who are these guys? So yeah. We needed Bebop and Rocksteady. I think that would have made a big difference. And I know I was disappointed because I was like, who are they? What you were talking about with the hands. I was excited. Like, let's go. Even though I'm not a Rocksteady fan at all. I still wanted to see him. Um, yeah. You know, here, here's the other thing, too, is like, like the cartoons always portrayed the mutants as being, well, Bebop and Rocksteady were, were uh, hybrids. They're hybrid mutants. All right. But if you think about it, you know, if you watch the cartoon, they had later mutants that were like the turtles. They were, they were, you know, pure blood mutants. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you want to do. They were the what they he went the blade mutants. on us. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying that they're the mutants. If you think about yeah. it, but, but you know, Bebop and Rocksteady were always, you know, it was the the the, the two you know henchmen that were that were you know. Uh, made to you know be mutated with the with the rhino and you know it, it's like they it's like they what they, they made a chimera out of them they blended the two of them I guess if, you know so um, that's the thing token Razar you know I guess if you think about it when they mutated them they you know I, I never understood why they made them infants until I was older and I'm like oh okay I get it they you know they're not as intelligent as you know say Bebo Murlock said they were because they were already human. I, I right. you know, but uh, and, and I found it to be a little kind of a downer that they were babies. I was like, ah, oh, it was like, I mean, like, I, it was cool. <laughs> they were, they were, they, hey, they were still ferocious, scary, and strong, but the baby talk was like, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that we're gonna have like really cool dialogue between the turtles, like, oh, this is gonna be really cool banter. Nah, nope. not at all. Nope, the pre-fight donut. That's that's the all we got. <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> but I mean, what? Come on, how do you how do you like excuse Vanilla Ice? <laughs> I mean, the truth that this this is for me, right? Because the movie was campy. <laughs> let's be let's get real for a second. The movie was campy, right? You know what mm. I mean? It's I mean seriously, who? I I mean I don't know. You just kind of like <laughs> throw the turtles into a whole nightclub when they're supposed to be basically hiding the shadows and everything. Uh, Wow, they had a whole nightclub. A nightclub that, but keep in mind, was somehow attached to this abandoned warehouse by the docks. Right next but to was, it. But was sti still over the water? I, you know, there, there, were layers, <laughs> there were layers to those sets that didn't make sense. And the, you know, the, blasting, of the blasting of Shredder uh, with the with the full oh with the with the freaking guitar. guitar. Yeah, he did. You know, he, that was. What are they doing? It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It make... <laughs> and, then, and then and then you got Kevin Nash shows up as Super Shredder, right? Yeah. And then he just basically destroys himself. I'm yeah. like, what is the point of this dude turning into Super Shredder if the turtles don't even fight him? They, uh -huh. they didn't even fight him. And, and then Leonardo walks up to him talking with some shredder. You gotta listen to reason. And, uh, 
what did you think was going to happen? Serious right now. <laughs> it's like Vanilla Ice got more screen time than Super Shredder. Right? Yeah. Come on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Part, I got you know. Mm-hmm. One part that cracked me up was um, it's, it's not supposed to be funny, but it's hilarious. At the very beginning of the battle, for, that battle at the first beginning where they jump up in the air and they freeze. That's dumb. in the mall. In the, yeah, the very beginning, the, yeah. yeah, they, oh, yeah huh? When Kino kicks everybody's ass and then like they jump up at the same time and then the title screen pulls up, I thought it was dope. But there is a part that Michelangelo hops up on the guy. He says, you want a pickle? <laughs> I can't even say it. He says, you want a pickle? I'll give you a pickle. And he's jumping up on top of the guy. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Combat cold cuts. Combat cold cuts. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I remember uh, as a kid trying to uh, imitate Donnie when he was the 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 thing when he oh, was like the, like the, 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 the clown, the clown yeah. statue. I was like, how yeah. did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, of course, I remember yeah. you, that was the first time we also saw the turtles. They did their combo moves. Remember when they did the where they where they, where they locked each other's arms and knees and made a, a turtle ball and rolled yeah. together? They did it in the nightclub. That was their their, yeah. their, their combo move. Um, I feel like they did they did um, did they do something else? Oh, they also did the um the the where they took each other's hands and one would swing one around and he would kick and then I think Rath and Michelangelo did that. They did some they did some they did some team up moves. That was kind of cool. That's, I that's guess. True. Um. Them hamming it up on stage was just too much. I mean, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I know every word of that song. I'm not gonna, not gonna do it. But as a kid, I'm like, I have to know every lyric. <laughs> Lyrics. The, the first right. time I heard the song in its entirety was um, because the only time I ever heard the song was in the movie, and they only give you a part of it. But the first time I heard it was like with the the video that you made up, Exile. Um, right. on, on your um your um on your channel. Only Reservations um, here. I figured you're not the only person that said that. You're not the only person that said that. Somebody yeah. actually was like, "Yo, you starting to make me like this song." <laughs> it's <laughs> not a bad the, song. You know, it's not I know a, it's not. It gets it gets bad rap because it's Vanilla Ice. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I, I'll admit the song was a lot of fun. I will admit that. But I mean, come on, yo. You going? <laughs> you going? You going get? You going get tossed into a whole like? nightclub and all of a sudden the singer on the stage he, he talking about some he's freestyling he's like, to, 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 like come on really bro yeah and then he got <laughs> and then, like, he, then, he, then he had a whole he had a whole verse and then your boys had the choreography and everything they were like <laughs> yeah they was ready you know what I'm saying I'm like well, hold up bro like hey you know guys <laughs> you know the song we've been working on I was like this is the one this is not a drill, guys. This is not a drill. We're going and, full, full speed. <laughs> and I'm about to say it because I mean, hell, I got one too. But you're the guy with the ponytail, the nightclub guy with the ponytail. He's just like, who are these people? Give me the police. <laughs> that sleaze ball with the, with the suit suit on. I'm like, oh. yep. and you see them costumes. I love this place. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, let's not pass over the fact that we we, we kind of got Baxter Stockman. Kind of. Like when I watch, I mean, I know it's Professor Perry. Oh, that guy. Yeah, but, yeah but, but to me, every time I watch it, I'm like, no, that's Baxter Stockman. 
he is. And I was like, he just hasn't been, he hasn't turned <laughs> That's Baxter. I mean, that actually makes the story away. more interesting. If yeah, I don't say, like, it makes me wonder if there was, like, it was a copyright thing on that, too. And they're like, no, you can't use Baxter. I mean, I know Baxter is in the comics. And he was, and he was on what, issue two, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, because, I mean, he, he, you know, he, he, you know, he was April's boss, right? April, right, April yeah. Work, yeah, because because the, the 2002 version of the Turtles that came out, that, that's pretty accurate to the role that April played and the role that Baxter played. He was, in fact, her um you know employer you know or, or, yeah but uh but yeah no and, and as far as you know who that guy you know which that guy is you know what, what's his name you know he passed away recently yeah, the last did. year yeah oh, i can't remember his name the only other thing i remember him from is he's the he's billy zane's he's billy zane's henchman titanic that was yeah. his muscle man you know like i, I believed it you know he scared me when he, when he, when he, like, he clubbed Leo and handcuffed him to, you know, but still, I was like, that's just stopping. So. And I, I know last time you guys said that Judith Hogg was you guys' as April, and she's my April, too, but I will say I love Paige Turco. I thought she was gorgeous. I mean, she was probably not the best April as far as personality is concerned and how she acted, but is I, I she the she same? Was... Is she the same April as in the third? Yes. As well? Okay, she okay. Here. They just, they just cut her hair. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, I didn't like her in the third. Um, it's Star Trek time, type. guys. <laughs> God. Yeah, she's yeah. uh, you know, she's attractive, easy on the eyes, good to look at. Um, she's pretty, but she wasn't April. Yeah. Is there a reason why why uh, Hope didn't come back? Did they were they were talking about that. Did they just not offer her the role again? I'm not exactly sure. Uh, you know, like his, you know, uh, I, I remember when when they had an anniversary a few years ago and she did a watch party where they watched the original film. She did it with someone. Was it Elias Cotes? She did it with someone. Mm-hmm. They watched the original and I'm like, you know, she shows up for those, not 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 two and three, you know, April. Yeah. Yeah, well, you I think about I... like all the cons and stuff like that. Like it's Judith. Judith, Judith. I'm I'm yeah. sure the other chick does some too, but it's just like, yeah, eh. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I remember, I, I remember she was in Halloween Town at one point. She was the mom, and so I was like, oh, there's my April. You know, she yeah. showed up and she'll like show up in guest roles on like Law and Order and things like that. That's when I remember spotting her, but I don't think she ever did any kind of reoccurring role after that, hmm. other than the Halloween Town movies. Not all that glitters is gold. So the Ninja Turtles had some, you know, the, the franchise had had some hiccups, okay? So I'm, I'm, for people, stuff that people want to kind of forget. Um, so I'm going to ask it in one big question, okay? So follow me here, okay? So Kevin and Peter hold a contest, right? Where you can win $4 million, okay? But here's the kicker. In order for you to win this money, you have to watch whatever you pick as the worst uh, Turtles um, movie or a cartoon out of the franchise. But in order for you to win it, you have to watch a 24-hour viewing of it. Now, here are the rules. You're in a plush theater. You have recliner seats, so you're comfortable, okay? You cannot use your phone, okay, as far as viewing. You have to sit down and watch the thing. Now, if you have, a, if you have to use your phone for emergencies, you can do that, 
Okay. Um, you get to choose your own snacks. You get breakfast, lunch, and dinners, and you get bathroom breaks. Every time you use your phone longer than 30 minutes, you lose like $50,000. So my question for you out of the $4 million cash prize. So my question for you is what, what are you choosing to watch? Now you got your choices, which I think are the worst. You should have told me the rules. <laughs> you should have told me the rules before you said, you, you should have asked us what we thought the, the worst turtle thing was. Right. And yeah. just all answer it. <laughs> yeah, because now, now that and could influence. Now I'm going to pick the best and be like, oh, that's what I hate. <laughs> okay, oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> So I can't stand that 2012 version. You didn't tell us the rules. And uh, God, I'm going to probably so start terrible. saying, uh, you know what? Just, just Okay, here's why I'll pick this, too. This will make it easier. I'll watch the television show. I'm pretty sure I can watch that season of that, that turtle, that god-awful Fox TV show. Uh, the Next uh, Mutation? Yeah, because at least it'll be, you know, 24 hours of something new and fresh. I'm not just watching it on a Like, I might have to watch the seasons. I don't know how many seasons of that they made with, you know, Venus DeMilo or whatever her name was. Um, Shinobi. Uh, uh, so, yeah, yeah, I like, I'll do that. I'll do that. That's the one I'll pick. Because it is god-awful. But at least it'll be something fresh and new that I can watch, you know, at least in a loop rather than the same because you know, I won't. I don't want to watch TMNT over and over again for twenty four hours. What What about you, Queen? Um, the worst. So I have to be honest. I recently started watching the Next Mutation again with more of a open mind to it, and it's not awful. <laughs> <laughs> It's not good, but it's not awful. Like I'm thinking about like the story base with, you know, China and how Venus came to be. Like I'm trying to open my mind. I mean, the jokes are terrible. The acting is bad, but the premise, I can get it. So I think, um, I don't, it's either that or it's, Rise, which is another one that I haven't watched uh, completely with an, an open mind, but I guess I would stick to the next mutation because I'm still trying to understand what happens <laughs> with that show. Yeah, because I, I remember that first episode, the, the design of Shredder was horrible. <laughs> yeah, Shredder's awful. Splinter, I mean... he's disgusting and the thing that blows my mind is venus's character what she is the shinobi and the powers that she has and the training from her master they could have done that in a so much better way like i'm like how is a ninja shinobi run around like this you know i mean it's not very athletic it's not a good look you know i'm just trying to see the martial arts skills in that but yeah Didn't they do a crossover for power rangers, yes, with power rangers. Power rangers. i haven't gotten there yet was that better there's a crossover there's a thing yeah. mm. <laughs> Mm, you have to you have to see it for yourself. Hey, well, how, how are you watching Next Mutation? Because now I kind of want to watch it. 
just a just a, I'm watching it on Amazon Prime right now. I'm like, okay, okay. Oh I'm wow. In it. Yeah, it's you kind of got me wanting to like just go back and watch. That's, I mean, that's that's diehard dedication right there. I, because... I remember when that show launched and aired. I remember getting off the school bus, being like, "Holy crap!" Live action box, you know, television kids, whatever. You know, I was there and I watched that first episode, and I, I don't know, it's just. It's tough to watch. It is. But the structure, like, okay, the turtles themselves are the same type of design from the movies, except with the weird headband. So you can see where they were trying to bring that back to us in a in a show. The personalities of the turtles are similar, you know, they're different voices, so it's it's off. But I mean, the personalities are are on point of the turtles. They just they just blew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was honestly that was my choice too, bro. Was next mutation, wow. hands down. I it's like I didn't even take me five seconds to really <laughs> it's next mutation, bro. Like well, I, I, I feel like next mutation was the beginning of the end of when turtles died out a little bit, you know, before yep. they had to read. Like when I saw that, I was like, oh, and Power Rangers was kind of on a rise. It was on a rise. You're like, oh, like, like it almost felt like, you know, like our run was over. You know, I was afraid it would never come back. I really yeah, they wanted. killed it. They I, literally I really killed themselves off. Because um, I remember feeling how sad it was going to the toy aisle at, you know, Walmart or wherever and seeing less and less turtle toys. You know, they, they you know, I remember seeing long aisles, you know, dedicated to it. And, you know, slowly over time, you would see, you know, uh, wrestling figures and, you know, other such, you know, and the turtles just got smaller and smaller and then they were gone. Gone. No, I I think the demise of the turtles happened when the turtles went to CBS and they changed the intro and Michelangelo did a leapfrog over the shredder's head and they gave him a freaking grappling hook instead of nunchucks. That's when I said, okay, this show is going downhill. Is that when they closed? Is that when they spliced it with with bits from the movie from the first movie? Like, oh, you mean like had... the intro? Yeah, that, that, I remember well, one look, time. Look, they... look, look, I'm gonna tell you that that intro was something serious, baby. I was like, oh snap, because I saw it and they had little teenage mutants and just <laughs> turtles. turtles and I said, oh shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> wait, what what are you? What are you? No, no, yeah, I, figure out what you're talking about. Talking about the intro to the um. <laughs> To the turtles, man. It didn't used to always be teenage mutant. Like like later on, I think when you're when you're describing when they yeah. they the, the, like a the animation was darker, or at least like you can see all these darker like outlines around their eyes and stuff that made them look grittier. But they yeah. also they would splice like little clips of them fighting the shredder on the rooftop with the actual like cartoon bits and stuff. And it was just to be like, hey, this is the same thing. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it, it, was had, it had no, like, that, that was the only reference it made to the movie was doing that. And I don't know if they did that in, like, the last few seasons, but, I know, it's, it's, it's not very well remembered. But I do remember when they did that. Oh, no, nah, man, dude. I, I remember because when they came out of the sewer and then they switched it over to, um like, the, the oh. movie came out of the sewer. I did the intro. <laughs> right, right. Okay, they, okay. They, they they mixed in live action with the with the uh, with the cartoon. Yeah, I, Yo, mean, I, I was cool, like, but I thought because they used that first film. I mean, it was kind of cool. It was like, oh, it brought me back. 
but it went uh, it, it, like the, the original show went to weird places even then i mean it always go it, they always go to weird places you know with the story yeah it wouldn't be turtles if it didn't <laughs> so you know you don't you don't have to like all of them all their you know misadventures but you know i, 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 I love I, the so awful just... stuff they do but i mean not everything they do so to taking away the, the the question about the four million dollar contest, so truthfully, so out of everything, I'm gonna name a few things. So out of the coming out, out of out of the coming out of out of our shows tour, I was gonna say was Turtles three. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I was gonna say the tour, the the rock and roll oh, tour was close God, second. It was horrible. Um, <laughs> the next mutation, those god awful Michael Bay Michael Bay films, arise. You th- you're saying out of all of those, you, collectively, you think that the next mutation is the worst? I think so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, yep. I never got to see the tour, um, but I can, from YouTube the, it. the way that they look, they, they, it freaks me out, dude. It, it look, <laughs> Yeah, creepy, and you can edit it. And they look creepy as fuck, right? They are so <laughs> weird looking. Um, I don't see how any child could sit there and want to, you know, watch that. Um, um, so yeah, that would be until I see it. it it's m- next mutation for me, but um, that concert tour, yeah. The concert tour, like it's on YouTube in its entirety. I don't know how you know. Hopefully. I don't know if I'm really motivated but, to right? go watch. <laughs> I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Let me just write a few down for you. Splinter comes out and sings this lovely song about, you know, something about throwing a stone on, stone on water. But the Skipping best is when, is when Shredder comes out. Shredder, he comes out and raps. He, he raps. raps? Yes, he raps how he hates music. <laughs> <laughs> no. I told, I told you. It's an oxymoronic thing, but he's coming out. He's I like, you. music. It I really sucks. <laughs> I told you, Shredder. Yo, I told you. It is. It is so like, like, honestly, that is funny to watch. It really is. It's like, it's not. Best times. Wasn't. All right. Like, maybe, like, after I've had a few cocktails, I'll check it out. And there you go. It won't scare me and just be entertaining. Like, that's our Star Wars Christmas special. That's our Star Wars Christmas special is the turtles on tour because oh, that's it. Oh, man. Hey, I want to have five 80s and 90s <laughs> trivia questions for you guys. And I wanted to, um, here's how it's going to go. I'm going to give a question to an individual. If you can't answer it, I'll pass it on to the other individual and see if they can answer it. Okay. Word. Are you ready? Trivia. Woo-hoo. All right. So for Queen G, you ready? Automatic pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awful at trivia no go ahead okay i'm pretty sure you get it all right check this out on the hit show saved by the bell oh okay real trivia okay so screech is kidnapped because bayside is running a uh no sorry on the hit show saved by the bell screech is kidnapped because bayside stole valley's mascot in the prank war okay um what was valley's mascot <sighs> Was it a bear? I'm gonna say bear, or should I just say pass? Do we? Do I get to call in a friend or something? 
Well, that would be nice if you call in a friend, but uh, <laughs> but um, you could pass if you want. Yeah, I'll pass. I'm not really sure. Okay, exile. Uh, tigers. Base out tigers. No, no. What was not? What was Valley's mascot? Not base. Oh. Oh, what was the? Mm. Okay, what was Valley's mascot? I saw this episode, bro. I yes. know I saw the episode. Not even joking with you. I want to say a pig. Was it? Was mm. it a pig? They stole mm-hmm. like an actual animal. It was they an stole, actual animal. Yeah, they stole an actual animal. Right. God, what was the animal? What? It wasn't a pig, bro. I, I pig. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Crowd Mike, do you happen to know the answer? I, I, I don't know why my head is saying armadillo. Was it an armadillo? No. Okay, I don't know. Well, Valley's mask, I, it was a bulldog. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, and their color scheme, their color scheme was red and white. I'm sorry, their color scheme was blue and white, whereas Bayside's was like maroon and gray. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I miss that show. I do. Love that show. Love that show. That intro was everything. Yeah, it was. Okay. So, Exile got one for you. And the 87 Turtle cartoon, right? There was a major mistake at the at each beginning title screen, right? Where Leonardo's mask was a different color. What was the color? The title screen? Yeah. Each episode of uh, the 87 cartoon. They showed Leon, they showed Leonardo, and he was like this with both of his katanas, but he had on a different color mask. What was it? What color was it? Um, it can only be two colors because I know they didn't give him a yellow mask. I know it wasn't my I know it wasn't orange. It had to be either red or it had to be either purple. You know, because I remember in the, in the beginning in, in the cartoon, they used to mix up those colors all the time. Like it was a common thing to see Dontello talking with Leonardo's voice. Yeah, that <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Something like that. So, man, noticing mistakes, bro. Um, if I had to take a guess, ugh, Jesus Christ. If I had to guess, I would I, I would say Dontello. I'd say purple. I'll say his mask was purple. Uh, no, it was orange. Hot grits <laughs> in the summertime. See, I already knew what it was. I already knew this was reverse psychology. I already knew what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> you were right there. God, Lee, right man. There. You right, right you there. right. See, I jacked it up. You right, you right. Next time, next time. Next time. We was just looking at, uh, somebody was passing that around on Twitter the other day, too, and it just looks so wrong, you know, yeah. essentially Michelangelo holding katanas. It was just like, how? But there was a lot of, a lot of. Yo, wait a second. I know what you're talking about. You mean, you mean when he's like this, where the title yes. is? And the t- yeah. yes. Got you covered, bro. Now I know yeah. what picture you're talking about. I actually didn't know yeah. which one you took. Uh, oh, I think they call that a bumper, right? Like the, the start of it is the title screen. They call that a bumper. Mm. Is, that the, is that the beginning oh, and at the end? Probably. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds all right. Hmm. Kyle Mike, I got to fin- finish the lyrics one for you. Now, here's a fun fact about Kyle Bunga Mike. We used to work together, and he's a, a 90s R&B aficionado. Like, I was really surprised. I was like, whoa. So, all right, here we go. Hmm. Finish the lyrics. 
you need to give it up, had about enough. It's not hard to see. Uh, Say it again, please, if you can. Uh, oh, my bad. That's him. My bad. <laughs> the boy is mine. Yes. The yes. boy is mine. The boy's one, mm. right, right on. <laughs> the boy's one. He's like, that's I had, easy. I, had, I, had, I, had, I had to think about it for a minute. My bad, I ain't mean to mess you up, my bad. Oh, no, you're good, you're good. <laughs> you, can you believe that they were at one point thinking about redoing that song with Ariana Grande and somebody else? I was like, yeah. nah, man, don't even, no, why, no, nope. They were fighting over who, Makai Pfeiffer? <laughs> right, right. Makai Pfeiffer. Makai Pfeiffer, yep, in the video. Great video. Um, Didn't he also do something? Uh, I'm sorry, like you're 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 opening up a uh, was he not in a True Hill video as well? Makai Five. Yeah, mm-hmm. not in one of those where he where he was just the he was the man out of luck. He didn't get the girl Drew Hill or Cisco or who you know. Oh wait, was was there not a video where he was like you know like like. I don't know. I, I, I can just see him having this bitter look on his face, like, damn it, girl. I could be I could be so wrong. I could be misplacing this. I don't remember that. I do remember Michelle Thomas, the late Michelle Thomas was in a Drew Hill video. Um the man in the iron mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Yo, I thought one of the coolest um like cameos I had saw in a in a in a, a music video was LeVar Burton. And um in Cameo's video, Word Up. That's right, oh, he was in Word Up. Yeah. Yeah, your boy, your boy did, did, did them legs. Yeah. He did them legs. He was <laughs> like, he, he did them legs, yo. I was like, yo, it's my man from Star Trek. Man. Man. <laughs> Oh my God, I forgot all I forgot about, about that. that. Oh my God. I, I loved it. I loved it. That was that was the best. That was the best cameo for me. Cam, cameo, cameo. That was cameo the best cameo. one for me, baby. He had them legs, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So here's another question. Uh, I'm gonna give it to uh, the. Uh, go back to Queen G. Queen. All right. So, actor William Daniels played Mr. Feeney on Boy Meets World, but. Actor William da- Daniels did a voice of an iconic car. Name the car. Oh. He did the voice of a car. I feel like his voice is so, um, what's the word? Like you just, you know it's him. Like he just has a, a well-known voice, but I, I don't know what car he did. This is the '80s and '90s question, so it's a, it's an iconic car, and he did a voice of it. That was a brain fart. Once I'm stuffed, I'm done, dude. I'm oh, done. Okay, okay. Um, Exile, uh, help me out. Exile, yeah. It's Kit from Knight Rider. Mister yes. Feeney is Kit from Knight Rider. Kit from. Knight Rider. I did not know he was Knight Rider. Yeah. yeah. The That's the kid. voice. Of course, I didn't watch a lot of Knight Rider though, but oh, that was my jam, boy. That and that and um and MacGyver and Airboy, Sam and MacGyver. Yeah, so, that was my jam, boy. Mm. Do you <laughs> remember? 
in the nineties when they had there, there were two shows that were trying to strike Knight Rider oh, and gold. God. And it was, I'm going to name two of them. One was Viper. Remember Viper? Yes. It was I like Viper. It. Yeah, they had Viper. And I'm pretty sure you can probably find them on some networks, some streaming service. But do you also remember Thunder in Paradise with Hulk Hogan? Oh, yes, I remember the, Thunder in Paradise. He, yes, he I had the speedboat. The, speed, the boat didn't talk, but it was the coolest fucking boat. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but it was. It was really good. I mean, it was Like, I remember I was like, I, you know, like that boat was the closest thing to what, like, the, like, the vehicles that I played with with my action figures, like my turtles and stuff. I'm like, it was so much space, so much room for activities in that boat. I remember. <laughs> oh, big train, all kinds of stuff. But yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, um, I thought you were going to say Knight Rider 3. It was a 3000 or 2000 where they had oh, like you a. You know, I heard, I, I, I heard they did that, but they, yeah. they didn't make it past the pilot. No, no. They had, they had seasons or maybe one or two seasons, but it was terrible, man. Oh, it was bad. It was, it was really bad. Oh, all right, uh, Gerald. <laughs> this is the final question. This is a doozy, okay? All right, so this is right up your alley. In the film Pulp Fiction, Ooh. John Travolta played Vincent Vega. His brother, Vic Vega, was in another Tarantino film. What was the name of the film? Jeez, oh. man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Yeah, Google all his movies. Is it um? Is it Reservoir Dogs? Yes, it is Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which character? Jesus. It was Mister. It was played by Michael Manson. I think his name was Mister Pink, but his real name is um Big Vega. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so that's your. Oh, I did not know that. I'm um, learning something new. It's cool. Yeah, guess guess who told me that fact? Um, Mike. <laughs> Please help. Remember, do you remember um when we used to work at Earth? Remember Connor? Yeah, I Connor. Yeah, he told me that. Okay. Yeah. He met. He met. He met. Uh, uh, John Blank. Uh, John Jameson from Spider Man. His name. Uh, oh. Uh, no, guys, it's, it's John hey, Blank. He's a, he's a comedian. No, no, he won the Oscar for he. He played. Commissioner Gordon in, in the latest Justice League movie. Why am I drawing a blank? I'm drawing a blank too. And he won the Oscar. For I know you're talking about. Oh, uh, he dated a girl that was his uncle, and he described it as a very awkward Christmas gathering. Because like he was, you know, um, there. But yeah, that that's my story about a guy about a guy. He knew a guy. Dang, that's gonna mess with me all day. No, hold on, um, I can find out who it is right now. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simpson, yes, yes. He also yes. does the voice of the yellow peanut on the M&M's commercials. <laughs> cool. no, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's him. What? Yeah. Forever and always? Wow. It's like the 90s when they, like, you know, stayed up for Santa? Yeah, that's yeah. been him. Though. Okay, I'm just making sure. That's the the kind of, like, clumsier one, right? Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's him. Uh, yes. Um, where uh, can people reach you starting off with Excel? Oh, um, I can be reached at uh, Elite Retro Agency at gmail.com. You know, from, um, I guess, any uh, 
I don't know. Yes, <laughs> for anything, any collaborate, any collaboration, any questions or anything like that. I mean, I mainly um, you know, kind of operate out of ERA. So yeah. Yes. And Queen G, how can people reach you? I am the Queen G22 across the board. Uh Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. The Queen G22. Cool. I like your hat too. That's pretty cool. Thank you. So do I. Oh gosh, I almost forgot to ask you, Queen G. You're on the West Coast. Is in and out everything they say it is, or is it overhyped? It's overhyped. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I hear. That's yeah. what I heard. I heard okay. the same like, thing. I, I don't even know why it's still busy though. I mean, it it stays busy, cars all the way down. The only thing I think that really makes it somewhat unique is its secret menu, right? That uh, not everyone is privy to that. I'm not. Um because I don't need to be, but yeah, it's it's just a burger and fries. <laughs> okay. Because over here, know- I'm sorry, over here in the South, we got something called cookout. And um that's pretty popular. So I don't know if you ever heard of that or not, but um I haven't. Out. Now I'm gonna be well, is that overhyped too, or is it legit? Well, I would say this they're they got like over what? Um they got over 50 flavors of milkshakes, and they're yeah, it's pretty it's pretty incredible. And the food is pretty cheap. So if you're if you're like out in a club or whatever, and they stay open late, um, if you if you want something to eat, you can get you can get like a a burger, nuggets, and fries for like what six or seven dollars. It's crazy. Wow. Nuggets and fries. Nuggets and fries. <laughs> right it's after the club let out. Okay, good to know. I want some nuggets and fries? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, yo, you want some good hamburgers? No, honestly, because if you never had Shake Shack before, like. Those hamburgers are absolutely pristine. Yes, yes, ma'am. Shake Shack, the Shake best Shack. Okay, best burgers I had. The original Shake Shack, um, they had in uh in New York City. I'm not sure if it was on Union Square Park. I, I'm not I'm not sure, but I know that the original Shake Shack is in is is in like um somewhere downtown New York, but it is good. Like that the, the, that's the best burgers I've ever had. That's better than five guys freaking. I mean, I don't know who else, but hey, Shake Shack has the best burgers, in my opinion. What, okay. Even better than McDonald's? What? I'm just <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> really? You going you to get with that? It cracks me up because people still go to McDonald's like they never been there before. And, you know, it's like it's like people will go there like, uh, let me see what I want. Uh, uh I'm like, dude, the menu hasn't changed. And I used to work there. I'd be like, come on, man, make a decision, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I'm gonna, you didn't know what you wanted before <laughs> yeah, you got here. Like there's a McChicken, we get him we occasionally get a McRib, keep it moving. But um, oh, yeah, I, 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 I watched uh, a uh, manager explain to a guy. They haven't had bagels on the menu for like three years or so. Oh, years. those bagels were good, though. Uh, I remember them, but he, she was explaining it. And he was like, what do you think if I go to the one over here? Blah, blah, blah. She was just trying to explain it. Like, no, no we're all interconnected. And it's like, no, here's... They did just oh. kind of sneakily get rid of stuff off the menu out of nowhere, just out the blue. Stuff just disappeared off the menu. Man, yeah, that people like, though. I think yeah. they like it. They're like, no. It started, it started like, when, when we had, like, COVID and the shutdown. I remember, like, that, that's exactly. Taco, Taco Bell. So, you know, because everybody was cutting costs, but they were taking away, like, really, really good menu items and stuff. The Mexican pizza? Just mm-hmm. out of nowhere, like, gone. Is the Mexican pizza gone? No, no, no. It, it was at it one point. It brought it back, didn't they? 
Oh, yeah. oh they yeah, that's back. right. It did they go. It, yeah. back. it was gone. Nacho fries too. Exactly, yeah. nacho fries. They should be on that. Those should be on the menu year round. Oh, like yeah. no matter what, period. Yeah, nacho yeah, fries. Don't treat it like the meat rib. Just keep it on there. Real. <laughs> Same. Agreed. Agreed. Shame Remember nacho. chili cheese burritos from Taco Bell? That, what? Say again? They used to have chili cheese burritos from Taco yeah. Bell that were no. great. And the only reason I know they existed is because they offered them at my school. They were pre-wrapped and they had the Taco Bell thing and you would open it up and what we would do is you would squeeze it and dip our fries in it and like, nice. you know, like that. And then, and then buy, you know, but but it's not on their menu. And like you like, you know, it's just not a, you know, I think. Yeah. But I know my school carried it in middle school, you know, on their That's a la carte. Little, little Taco yeah. Bell burritos. <laughs> we didn't have that luxury when I was in high school. We had nope. Had the square pizza. That's the square it. pizzas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't had your ticket, you get no, no, the peanut butter no, jelly no, sandwich. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. I, 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 yes, more memories. Okay, so my, my cafeteria was divided. If you went on the right hand side, that's where you would get your square pizza and what whatever was the 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 high item for the day. You know how like Mondays would be spaghetti day, Tuesdays pizza. You know, but if you went on the left hand side and you had big money, you could get. You know, personal pan pizza, hot pizza, the Taco Bell, you know, chili cheese burrito, you know, things like that. Wow. I remember that. It, it, oh, it, like, it, like, even then, I'm like, wow, they really did separate the haves from have-nots. You know, That's cold-blooded, too. I just right? didn't even realize it, you know. And it's like, I had, I remember the special days where, like, you know, you know my mom would give me extra money. And I was like, oh, cool, I can go get me a personal What on the left side today? Well, on the left side today, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I give me a fudge round today. I didn't feel <laughs> happy when I get the right. fudge round. Right. <laughs> There's soda over here. I don't drink the milk. Okay. Splurge, baby. I'm rich. <laughs> what about that is the absolute <laughs> worst drink to have with your life. Oh, God, like, I'm going to have milk. Chocolate ice cream. Oh, yeah. Giving us milk with everything in elementary school. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, with everything. And the white milk was the worst. I'm sorry. Um, I can't fucking <laughs> like, how can people reach you? <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. So many uh, tangents. Yes. Uh, I love you. Know, uh, I, I can be reached on Facebook still. Uh, Although I just toured, I'm, I'm a tourist on Facebook. I don't have any content out right now because uh, I'm just too busy doing the father thing. I will say this: I am about to blow the dust off my cameras and start putting out some photography soon. So um, nice. You can probably. Um, I'm also on Instagram as Mr. Tea Time, uh, or you can actually you can look me up through Shane Dempsey and Shane Dempsey on Facebook. But I'm on Instagram and, and Facebook. So excellent. Excellent. Thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you for being on the show. And I uh, hope you have a beautiful rest of the day. Thank, thank you. you. Yes, thank you. Thank you.